Hey there, this is Therese Skelly, and I am so excited that you are going to be listening to an episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. Do you like those two words? Fiercely Brilliant. My hypothesis is that you are here for a reason. We all are. Our souls have led us on journeys that have very often taken some twists and turns, and sometimes it's not pretty. Sometimes there's struggle, and there's loss, and there's challenge, and in the middle of that, there's always the way out. And it's those times that often lead us into our great life and work. So you're going to hear stories in these episodes of myself and other beautiful people that share the journey. They share how they got to the place where they're standing, working in their brilliance and being the powerful leaders that they are. So stay tuned and enjoy this episode. Hey, this is Therese Skelling. It's another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. And um, strap on, gang, because today's episode is going to be bright and delicious and colorful and yummy. I have to say, I'm having a fangirl moment. I have been following this guest on Instagram for like a year and a half. And I've, I, you know, my intuition, I always lead with intuition. It was like, ask her to be on your podcast. And she said yes. And she was really gracious and delighted. So you are going to get, oh, you're in for a freaking treat with this one. So Rachel Alvarez, I am so delighted that you are here, darling. Thank you for having me. What a wonderful way to spend my day with you. Thank you, sweetie. Great. So I, you know, I, I don't know if you're seeing the video, if you're just listening on audio, you're missing us. Like, like she's a whole color spectrum in her background. and she's. You're going to get so much color from this show. So why don't you start today telling us what you do and what you love about it in your work world? I run a branding and marketing agency for businesses that burn the rule book. And that's the best part of it is burning things down, Therese. So that's what I love about it. But I mean, I love working with rebels and revolutionaries and renegades who are burning shit down in their corner of the world, right? And the the gorgeous rainbow flames that come from that. It's really fun to be doing that with creativity and yeah. and branding and all of the things. So that is what I do. Some of a little Ooh. bit, just a little taste. That is that and, and seriously you have to follow her on Instagram. Like like her account stands out more than like any other because because of that, because of the creativity. So you know we talked earlier and you talked about how you build a business and you burned it down. And I love that concept. So so just start start with that story. Well, yeah. I mean, so you, we were chatting about how when, when you crossed my path, it just happened to be probably right before I set it all on fire. Yes. And I'm in my 13th year of business and it was year 12. It was last year, right, right around this time that I hit a crossroads. And I think, you know, one of the ways you can describe it is I had a crisis of faith where I looked at my, what I was doing. And I looked at the industry and I looked at the lip service I was paying to to the rules of the industry and decided I couldn't continue to do that anymore, that I was lying to my audience, that I was lying to myself. And, and, And not in all ways, but certainly I was being dishonest about how I really felt. And I was compromising my values within, you know, I'm, I'm in the marketing industry, online branding, all, you know, all things marketing, branding, advertising. Um, that kind of intersection. And I got to a place where I, I realized that I was kissing the ass of the industry to what end? Why am I, what is it, what is it all for, Therese, right? 
And so then I I didn't really have the intention going in that I was going to burn it all down. But I mean, I ended up doing I ended up just kind of get speaking of Instagram, I started this thing called free school, which was an experiment Mm -hmm. where I was going to show up every single day on Instagram in my stories. And it started with the intention of I'm going to teach everything I know about business for free in my stories, no paywall, no subscription, just come and I'm going to teach it all. And that's how it began. And then it ended up being kind of me teaching myself, learning the lesson that where I had come to in my business was all the things I just said. I was not being honest with myself anymore. And free school turned into me sharing the truth, the unbridled truth about the behind the scenes of the online business industry, right? And so that's where it came down to burning it all down. Because what I burned down was a lot of relationships that I had built with folks. I burned down my allegiance to industry BS in the name of promoting my own brand and climbing the ladder. I burned my allegiance to the industry's rules, right? And what, you know, and, and being nice and the propriety and all of the butt kissing that we do amongst ourselves in the industry. So that's what I did. Wow. Therese, and now I'm here and I'm rebuilding. I'm yeah. rebuilding in the ashes, baby. <laughs> you sure are. So let's let's go back a couple steps. Yeah. You know, those of us in the industry, we could use the word predatory. We could use, you know, there's so much manipulation, bullshit, so much, you know, they show the like, oh, I had a six-figure launch, but they don't show all the refunds and all the people that are suing them. You know, there's so much of that shite in the industry. And so was there something, was there a particular event or was there a catalytic, catalytic thing that was like, I'm at, like, did a thing happen or did it just build over time? Well, there was a lot of building and there was a lot of some of these, some of the industry figureheads, the, the celebrity brand yeah. names within the industry. I had been watching and following for a long time and had my misgivings about you know, what they represented and the approaches and, you know, like you said, the the predatory funnels and tips that they were, you know, embodying and encouraging. And then, yeah, I mean, like, listen, this, as we record this a year ago, we were in the middle of, and we still are, but we were in the middle of this pandemic, right? right? And so all of us were kind of, you know, had been, had been (laughs) either our lifestyles and our lives had been compromised and changed for a while. You know, we were a year into this, right? And um and in the midst of all of that, I think there was a lot of time for us to like be talking amongst ourselves and, you know, share, you know, all of the the glitz and the razzle dazzle that we normally are, you know, enmeshed in in our day-to-day lives had been put to the side in, yes. in many ways, yes. right? We had to face ourselves. <laughs> We did. And so I think it was really from that. It was, a, it was, it, there was a slow building. And within that place, I started, you know, you're an intuitive and that's part of what you do. And I started really being able to, you know, drop into my own to- intuition and finally trust myself and say, all of these observations that I've had all this time, this isn't me, you know, and this Not isn't crazy. a wacky conspiracy yeah. theory. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. This is yeah. real. Yeah. And I had enough, you know, here was the thing. It was a domino effect because as I started to share these truths, mm-hmm. then people were, I, I can't even quantify the amount of messages and the amount of folks that were in my inbox right. who were like almost having this cathartic experience through me because for whatever reason, they might not have been able to burn it all down. They might not have been able to go and share how they really felt about things. Mm-hmm. So they were watching me and then yes. they were coming to me and sharing their 
kind yeah. of behind the scenes perspective. So that's really what happened is it all kind of, you know, it was building like, you know, the dynamite, like the little, and then, and then it all exploded in one big. Wow. So you were so public and you, and you named names, like you had seats, you named names. I did. And what was the fallout personally and professionally? Because that, the courage, you know, I feel like you're Joan of Arc, right? Uh, <laughs> so talk about the, because, because here's, the, here's the thing. A lot of us walk around going, oh, there's something not right. Something not right. And then we just silence that voice in ourselves. And you had the yeah. courage to show up and burn the fucker and talk about it publicly and make delightful stories around it, right? So what, what did that cost you, Rachel, to follow that knowing? Well, like I said, I, I did lose a great deal of my business relationships, a lot of them, a lot of, you know, for various reasons, um, because, you know, whether it, the, the names that I were naming overlapped with these people and they didn't want the consequences, yes. right? You, you know, suddenly be, it became that being connected to me became a liability for these people. Cause I go, I don't want to be friends with RKA or th- have other people think I'm friends with RKA because she's, could say something negative about them. I don't want them, them to feel nervous, you know, nervous around me. So, um, so yeah, a lot of relationships. And that was also like my wake up call in the sense of I had to kind of take a step back. Even now, like I'm, I'm still processing all of the things that I've lost. Like I'm still in that place. I'm still grieving it. I'm still healing it. I'm still dealing with it and deconstructing it. And I have to, take myself back and and say, RKA, what did you expect <laughs> uh, when you're playing around with people who are yeah, like, yeah. did you think that these folks were going to be like, yeah, screw capitalism and it's all a mess and we're going with you like in a Jerry Maguire moment, yeah. right? Like I was going to stand up <laughs> on the top of the table with a torch in my hand and people were going to come with me. I think I did to the degree that a lot of my colleagues, some of the things that I was saying publicly were all whispered conversations we've right. been having for years. Right, right. right. And, you know, these, it, what I was saying wasn't crazy and untrue. It was very much true, but just nobody wanted to publicly admit that they believed that, right? Yeah. But then at the other time, it was like, all right, you're, you're hanging out with a bunch of folks that are mostly interested in doing whatever they can to climb up the ladder as well. So did you think that they were going to leap off the ladder with you? Back down below all this time, all this work that you've done to get as far up the mountain yourself or far up the ladder yourself as you've gone, you thought they were going to leap off with you. So I had to come to grips with the compromises I had made in my own relationships. I wasn't surrounding myself, let's just say, with anti-capitalist, like, business leaders. That's the truth. I had some of those folks were in my, but most of the people I was surrounding myself with were mostly interested in getting their way to the you know, to the top of the, of the heap. Does yep. that make sense? Yep. 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 So yeah, I lost, but you know, I put a lot of time and energy into building that stuff. Tw- you know, 12 years in the game, 12 years of relationships, 12 years of, uh, yeah. and I lost contracts. I lost contracts with clients. I had, I, you know, a wow. lot, I lost quite a bit of, uh, like I, I, my, my income for last year and going into this year took a huge nosedive. Like after 12 years of every single year, I had grown my, my revenue. This was the year that I just like blew it up. And so, yeah, I, from a financial perspective, I did kind of barely make it out of that year. Um, and it is what, you know, (laughs) and now I'm rebuilding. Was it worth it? Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Let's just, let's just freeze this for a moment. Right. You basically said you lost because because in our industry, 
it's the affiliate people that are the relationships are the, where the revenue is very often. Right. And you refer and they refer and all this Mm -hmm. stuff and Mm -hmm. to be stripped, not only taken away, but seen as a pariah, you know, you were the crazy person that nobody wanted to associate with. So you lost, lost your credibility, lost the exposure, you lost your revenue. And you said it was still worth it. So if somebody is facing something and maybe it's not blowing up a business like this, maybe it's blowing up a relationship or blowing it, whatever. What what would you tell them? Like, how do you walk through something like this? Because this was this was traumatic. I mean, I I saw your stories, and it was there, this was not a walk in the park. Yeah, no, you're right. That's true. And there were there's lots and lots of little details that happened along the way to make it exactly what you just said beyond what we're talking about today. But, um, you know, like obviously, it's taken me some time and some work to come around to the place of saying, was it worth it? Um, yeah. and, and to be able to say yes. And I would say, okay, so, you know, I think the part that's relatable for folks, because yeah, do I recommend like burning down your whole, because it wasn't just my business. There was, I was going through a major, I was going through a divorce. I was going through, there was like a huge explosion happening in my life in general. And when, when the dust started to settle, like after all of the fireworks, um, and I was alone with myself, the part that was like really terrifying was that I had, ordered so much of my identity around my brand and around this branded version of myself, the version of myself that I had just burned down, right? Like I had created this identity for myself and invested so much in it. And it was a branded version of me. And when I, you know, when I set fire to the branded version of me. Yes, I this was never wow. an issue that I had like in my life where I felt like who am I? I always kind of had a strong yeah. sense of self. Mm-hmm. But through this, I came out of this being like wait a minute, truly truly not knowing who I was. And like what what makes wow. me happy? You know, like what what fulfills me? What fills me up? What are my goals? What do I actually believe? I had to do all of that work. Yeah. And when I say that it was worth it, it's because, gosh, I don't know if I hadn't done what I did at this time in, in the destructive way that I did it. Like, because right. it was right. all or nothing. It was like, this is a, <laughs> this isn't me slowly, quietly slow. making some shifts in my life. No, everything. <laughs> I was like doing a hard reset on my life. I don't know if I hadn't done it in that particular yeah. way. Like if I if I would have had the chance to do this at like I'm I'm 37 years old, so I'm at an interesting kind of shift in my life. You know, I've got a little I've got a 4-year-old almost 4-year-old daughter at the time she was almost 3, and so it kind of felt like now or never in yeah. many ways. It was like I'm embarking upon this next phase of my life and my career and my motherhood and my womanhood. Yeah. And if I don't do it now, I don't know if I, if I will have the ability to do it as, as easily. I wouldn't say it was easy, but I mean, uh, burning down your life in 30 years might've been harder. I don't know. Like, right. (laughs) You know, the, the word, the word, you haven't said this word, but what I'm hearing now is you were out of integrity when you knew it wasn't right, but you were still living the is I'll be I'll live I'll live in the cesspool with y'all. We all hate it. We all know it's fucked up, but yeah, it's our agreement. Right. And you just yeah. said, I can no longer do it. And that right. has to for your daughter, for future clients. I mean, the possibility that that now creates in you. Ooh. Oh yeah. Because now I'm like, okay, wait, now I really I, I am so thrilled and so fulfilled because I have dropped into 
a place in my career. First of all, my my values and my career are more aligned than they ever have been. And I'm in projects and doing work like the writing that I'm doing now and the, you know, the, even the clients that I'm attracting now is so much more of an expression of my true, Mm. I feel like purpose on the planet, right? I really do feel that. And it took me, you know, I kind of think the whole like do what you love and the money will follow. That's a mythology. That is, (laughs) I don't agree with that like point of view. I think it's a privileged perspective to take. Absolutely. And it takes a lot of, Things have to be aligned for that to be the case for somebody's business, you know? But in many ways, I have arrived there finally. Like the work, you know, the, from the writing that I do to, you know, even how I'm teaching and speaking about business and the freedom that I have now to fully, not even just the freedom. It's not even freedom anymore. It's like there is a fire following me now, a fire under my ass. Like now that I've come out, and shared my true values and my true beliefs with my audience in the world. Now it's almost like you can't go back to say the safety zone anymore. You've right. got to stand uh, you know, on this edge now. of the, yeah. Yep. Thank God. Thank yeah. freaking God. Now I'm finally yeah. doing like the work that actually lights me up versus before it was like off in the distance. When I was looking, I was like, I, I can't wait for the day when I finally when I get, get to the place yeah. where my values and my business and what I'm doing in the world, and the time that I'm, you know, align. So I'm I'm way closer to that than I ever was before. And that's amazing, right? It's still costly though. It's not as lucrative. <laughs> I mean, yes. will it be one day? Yes. Maybe. Right. Say yes. Right. Say yes. Right. right. Yes, yes, yes. I, I believe in that. But yes, there was also, there was a privilege in doing what I did. There was a privilege in burning it all down and being able to rebuild. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I I did have to make some financial big financial sacrifices to do it. And yeah, still at the end of it, you know, what a, what a gift. Yeah. I just, I really, I just keep going back to, you were so freaking persecuted. Like, like, I, I, I mean, cause you did it publicly and there was a lot of persecution and you didn't take it on. So how, how did you, or maybe you did, I'm sure there were moments where it was really hard, but how do you, cause again, I think of other people wanting to have the courage that you're demonstrating. What did you say to yourself or what did you have in your knowing that like, no, I, I'm willing to walk through fire to make this happen. Like, like, how did you tap into that? I think once I gave myself permission to see the truth as the truth, because I think a lot of times, you know, we gaslight ourselves, we're taught, we're trained to ignore. I mean, gosh, I mean, obviously you've heard me use the word capitalism several times. I look at the world and see capitalism as an enemy to, um, to world peace and to our self-realization and our collective, uh, you know, actualization. So I feel that within capitalism, we're all trained to overlook our internal kind of like the little red flags that go up Dissonance. that say, mm, something's yeah. wrong with this. We're trained to overlook that. We're trained to. And so I had been very good at, you know, at quieting down my inner voice. I'd been very good at seeing something out in the industry around me and then watching my colleagues and friends all kind of look past it. So then I looked past it, right? And like trained myself to be like that little voice inside of you, that little, you know, sense of disease, the sense of being out of integrity, that's wrong. And I trained myself to accept the unacceptable, right? 
So it really was like once I like once I lit the pilot light and like the the fire started going around what I always deeply, truly, intuitively, like in a bodily, every single part of me way, knew certain things were wrong. And also, okay, like as I told you, I've been in business for 12 years. So there came a point where in my early observations, let's say around like the year four or five mark. Uh, there was a part of me that said, maybe you just don't know enough yet. Maybe you haven't. Ah, that's the hook. Exper- that's right, you know. That's how they get you, yeah. But then, I mean, this is where it, we're at, we were at the year 12 mark, and I, I had enough, you know, v- validation from my own experience and those around me. Once I finally allowed myself and gave myself permission to say, what is true, I know is true, and I'm not going to, you know, then it was... There was something almost supernatural during that time that like carried me through the fire. Yes, yes, I was going to ask. Yes. And then, yes, okay, once everything kind of settled down, then I had to come to grips with my new reality. And there was some dark moments there, like after the fire kind of had, uh, you know, not gone out completely, but was, you know, had waned in its intensity. And I was like there breathing in the ash and the smoke. And, you know, there were definitely moments, I will admit, where I woke up last year. And, you know, when you have a nightmare and you wake up after a nightmare, and you're like, oh, thank God, that was just a dream. <laughs> well, I woke up to my life and I was like, oh, shit, this is my reality. This I'm is really not a dream. This. Yeah. And I had to, there were times where I will admit to myself, I, I said, you know, uh, I, I wish I could just go. I wish Aww. I could just go vacation in my former life. I just want to take a quick trip back, a couple weeks when things were just simpler. Even though I was out of integrity, it was there was easier in many yeah. ways to do yeah. that. But you can't go back. But I but but that and that was the gift I gave myself. Also, part of it was once I had started the fire, I knew there was no going back, and mm-hmm. so then I made it impossible for myself to to go back. Like I. Yeah. almost kept myself in the extreme be- to protect myself because right. I was like, listen, yeah. you yeah. know, you're going to want to tiptoe way your way back into the safety That's of the right. former. And it's like, I didn't just do all of this. I did not just do all of this so that I can do. So I'm forced go to back. go through this process again yeah. because I'm too, I'm too, uh, you know, afraid or it hurts too much to stay here. So I burned that bridge good. I burned those bridges good. So I couldn't go back across them. And, you know, and I'm glad. Thank God. So, yeah. I love that you bring, you know, even now people are like, I wish we could return to how it was. No, there is, you know, the whole before COVID. No, no. Things need to burn because they need to burn. We need things reveal themselves as like, oh yeah, that system's really fucked up. Like, like this is good. This is how evolution happens, right? Right. You just did it loud and proud and very colorful. So let me ask you. Yeah. So, so two questions. One, you read, you referenced a supernatural and I was wondering, like, did you have a spiritual or a sense of like, wow, as crazy as this is, there's perfection and I'm being supported here. Like, did you have any connection? Yes. That's what I believe. For me, it's like, yes. if you don't have that, you're just kind of fucked and a victim. <laughs> but when you oh yeah, a, no. When you have a sense of a higher purpose guiding, it's easier to navigate. So talk about that. I never had that experience before to that degree. Thank God for that because I didn't, I don't know, because, because during this time I lost so much of my community and I lost my core group and that needed to happen for me to do, go through this. I couldn't have held on to these people and done what I did. I wouldn't have meant, you know, but, um, so I lost my community, but I did have a very strong sense that I was being supported, that I was being, and also I will admit, (laughs) 
the way I talked about that uh, got me into trouble, right? Because, you know, when you start talking about being in your intuition or you're being carried by a higher power, or there's something else is, is, you know, guiding you and supporting you, then it's easy for people to be like, oh, she's hearing voices. <laughs> she's delusional. She's, and that's what the folks who didn't want, because the truth of the matter is like all of the naysayers, deep, down. They knew I was, I, they knew they I was right. right. They, were they knew it. Yeah. So then they had to find a way to make me, to invalidate me. And so it was easy to be like, oh, look at RKA. She's losing her mind on the internet. Like, oh, she's not a truth teller. She needs help. Uh, right. Which is actually like, true. It was, uh, both of those things can be true. I was a truth teller and I did, I did need help during that time. I needed love. I needed support. I needed, a community to rally around me. I didn't have that. So uh, thank God I had some kind of, as I, you know, some supernatural spiritual resources that came to me during that time to kind of carry me through. Um, but it also, yes, I lived and experienced a, a new level of like misogyny, for example, because how we interpret a woman showing up and burning shit down, very different than men show up all day every day angry and not going to take it anymore and having to be yeah yeah right we love when they do right (laughs) right and when they show up fierce and unapologetic and loud and angry and all of those things those are considered to be signs of strength and signs that they know what they're doing right but a woman shows up in that way and oh she's gone too far oh she's oh i'm scared for her i'm nervous let's go and you know whatever so that was interesting but yeah, thank God for having that kind of that sense of strength that carried me through. Because I'll tell you what, speaking of the financial repercussions of this, leading up until that time, I had been the business owner that uh, like I wouldn't allow my like I struggled to take breaks because wow. I was so paranoid about like if I don't milk every dollar out of yeah. at this day. What I was the sole breadwinner in my marriage mm-hmm. and, and like I had not even taken a maternity leave when I had my child. So oh my something shifted yeah. in me yeah. to allow to, myself like, I, yeah, to. I, I took like a, a huge sabbatical, right? Like yeah. I didn't, I went from being a micromanager, like grabbing every dollar that I could to completely surrendering to, exactly. you know, the, the moment and being like, I trust that I, I am in the place that I need to be and I'm doing the work that I need to and that I that it'll be okay. And I, I trusted yeah. that. And Yay. yeah, I mean, did I suffer? Did I struggle? Did I have did it did I did I get by barely by the skin of my teeth? Yes. And was I okay? Yes, I was. Well, right? Here, I was. Though, is that you're a better version of yourself and the vision of your future is better. Correct. Because you're yes, in line. Okay. 100%, 100%. Last question. Yeah. Okay. Did you get support? Because I heard the spiritual support, but did you call in? Was there support for you on a personal human level? Yes. I mean, I, I did. I did get that on, you know, I'll tell you what it was. Um, uh, of course, you learn, you know, that that old phrase, you f- find out who your friends are right. is yeah. true, was true. And I, I had new relationships begin during that time. And I also had relationships that became clear in terms of, oh, this this is a foundational relationship that I can Beautiful. lean on. Beautiful. And I'll also say, okay, you know, I had to learn. I mean, I'm in marketing and I'm a creative and so much of my life is is 
external validation. Okay. And it's always, and I come from theater and the entertainment (laughs) industry where it's very much about who's applauding, who's watching, who's, who's giving you the thumbs up, who's, you know, who's supporting you. And I will say, yeah, going through a time where you burn it all down. And and of course the last, the only thing standing was me in the end. I had to learn how to rely on my own inner resources in a way that I had not. Right had to do up until that point. Like at the end of the day, there's always somebody else that I could kind of lean on or that I could call them up. I'm having a bad day. Let's walk through it. And I had to learn how to validate myself. I had to learn how to, you know, I was feeling unsure about this or that, how to check in with my own internal compass and say, you know, do, do I believe this? Is this an integrity? Is this an alignment? Instead of looking to everybody else to nod their heads at me, that I think was an important part of this process too. Right. This last year for me, Rachel, has brought sovereignty because I burned my shit down last year. Right. And that's what I'm seeing for you. Sovereignty. Sovereignty. A thousand. I love that word. I love that word. Yes. A hundred percent. Here's a bonus question because, because, um, I don't know if it's a a bonus for me. Um, you are, I've never seen somebody so creative. So like when I think of fiercely brilliant, you should be the poster woman for that. I mean, you, I, I, I would, I would, because she does these stories where she's in character, like she has all the players. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, it's I do. Crazy. So like if somebody wants to start doing their work, but they're like, oh my God, I, I couldn't do that voice. I don't want to sit like, like you, there's no seemingly governor. There's nothing that stops your expression. Like you are, or appears, it appears you are right. so fully, beautifully right. self-expressed. If somebody is like, gosh, I wish I could, I have all this stuff in me, but I'm afraid. I don't, what if they judge me? What if they, what, you know what I mean? Like A, tell them the fuck off, but B, how do you, how do you help people get there? Cause you do that so magnificently. Well, yeah, I get this a lot. People will often say to me, they'll be like, oh my gosh, RKA, Rachel, you are so authentic. You're so yourself. And like, how do I be more of myself? And it's interesting because, okay, I did go through this process. People told me that long before I burned it all down. People have been telling me, you are so yourself. You're so authentic. You are so real. How do I be more like that? Even when... The point I'm trying to make here is even when I wasn't being real, right? But they still thought I was, right? They, they, they saw. And what I have come to realize is when people look at somebody else and they say about that person, Oh, that person over there is so authentic. They're so themselves. I wish I could be like them. Yeah. Oftentimes I think that what you're doing, what you're identifying in that person is an element of yourself. That you wish to express, but don't, but aren't, right? So people will look at me and they would see me being funny or being like, or bringing characters in or just like saying what I really like, you know, being unfiltered or at least, right? Being a truth teller, right? Saying unpopular things. How about that? And so then people would look at that and be like, oh, wow, RKA is so authentic. I want to be like that. But what they're really picking up on is, I like that RKA is a truth teller. I want to be more of a truth teller. That's a part of myself that I'm hiding. And I, and I appreciate how Rachel can bring it out. Right. So I do feel like it's a matter of, you know, when you see somebody showing up in a way that is, you know, that lights you on fire or makes you like, I wish I could be like that person. Take inventory of what exactly it is. What is that thing that they're expressing? 
maybe they're not, I mean, you know, are they being authentic or not? We will never know. You can't really fully know, right? Like, if somebody's being authentic, we can't know that, right? Like, but, but- it's like, it's like cr- crazy creativity, but also courageous, right? So like, I love you how yeah. you're taking out the authentic, because like you say, you don't know, but it's, it takes a lot of damn courage to do some of the videos you do. Right? <laughs> so That's true. There's like the boldness and the fierceness. That's I true. Love, basically, you're saying whatever you're seeing is a mirror to, to what's coming, wanting yes. to be alive in you. So yes. Oh. And yeah, it takes courage and it takes practice. And I will say from as somebody that shows up in a wacky way mm-hmm. with a lot of boldness, big, big opinions, big characters, big expression, all the things, it does take practice to show up in that way and not and power through the emotional, it, it does take strength, right? Like I do feel tired. There are times when I show up and I have that vulnerability hangover, yeah, right, I, right? you know, and it shows up in surprising times for me. Like, you know, I was just telling you, I just posted something kind of, uh, kind of fiery on my own show. And I, and I had to take some time to work my way up to it and to do it and then to like decompress. So what people see is very easy for me. Um, isn't without its emotional costs, I would say. So it's just as a practice. I am practicing, I am showing up and it becomes easier, you know, as, as, as I go. So. That's amazing. All right. So do you have like, if there was one inspirational or, or motivational or bold thought, like, is there anything else that you want to just share with people along this vein of burning things down and having the courage to do that? Well, I think we were talking before we we came on the show here today about burnout. When you're experiencing burnout in an area of your life, I like to say burnout is a bright red flag waving you in the direction of exactly what you need to burn down next. So, you know, let that be, Let you know, you take that, sit on it, chew on it, let it, you know, light a fire inside of you. Truth bomb there, my friend. All right. And where can people find you and follow you? You can find me anywhere internets are sold, Therese. But rachelkalbers.com, Google it. You know, you'll figure it out. You'll you'll (laughs) Instagram. And we'll have all the links in the show notes. Oh yeah. Seriously, follow her on Instagram. Like, like seriously. She's a she's a light in the middle of the of the of the stuff. It has been a delight. And I really, I really want people to understand, you know, like if we were to kind of your trajectory is there was dissonance. I knew it was wrong, but I was still doing it. And then there was that, I can't do it anymore. That intuitive, like, I can't do it anymore. And then the Mm -hmm. understanding of like, oh shit. But then the surrendering to the supernatural, surrendering to the part of you that was like, that you're being carried and then feeling all the feelings. You, there was no spiritual bypass here. And you allowed yourself to be gutted and you allowed the new to come. And that is a growth process. Like that takes, that's the time. And I'm still in it. I'm still still doing it. it. Right. I'm still there, baby. Oh, yeah. End of the day, it's going to be better. And so, you know, just, just, A, thanks for coming. And B, I'm really proud of you. Like, it's been beautiful to watch it and to see the, the not quite finished baked cake yet, but it's, it's getting pretty good. Right. So anyway, it's been great to have you. So thanks for sharing, my dear. And thank you all for listening. And here's what I'm going to ask. Think of two people who are burning things down. Think of two people who need to hear Rachel's story. And send them this podcast because you're going to be changing lives. And that's what we're here for. All right. Peace and blessings. Bye. Hey, I really appreciate you listening to that last episode. And I would love to get to know you a little bit more and to get to connect with you on a deeper level. And here's what I suggest. 
I've got a Facebook group that corresponds with the content of these podcasts. It's called Fiercely Brilliant Women in Business with Therese Skelly. So if you just search Facebook, Fiercely Brilliant with Therese Skelly, you'll find the group. It's a really nice group. It's a small group and I'm super active in it. Each week we have a lot of supportive conversations. I share a lot of resources. I do a lot of coaching on the spot and I would love to have you join me there. So if you like the vibe of this podcast and you want to hang out with a pretty darn cool community of women, join us at Fiercely Brilliant on Facebook with Therese Scali. Alrighty, peace and blessings and I hope to see you in the group. Bye now.